Hello and welcome back to United United. This is episode 12. It's a European match day special and it's match day three of the European games. Um, so yeah, we, we love a uh, European night here on, uh, on United United and especially you, Dave, West Ham, flying in Europe. Um, they were coming up against Genk this week. You predicted a 1-1 draw. I did. At the London Stadium. You were there, I believe. I was. How did you get on? Well, thanks, Jem. Um, good to be here. Yes, I did predict a 1-1 draw. Uh, before I get into what actually happened, I'm just going to uh, paint a picture for the listeners. I'm I'm actually dog-sitting at my daughter's uh, place this evening, uh, Friday evening. Here we are. Um the dog is asleep upstairs and has been since I arrived home. Uh, right. Oh, by the way, I'm just letting my daughter know that in case I don't see her because she does listen to this podcast. So it's a good way of telling her, giving her an update on how the dog's getting on. So he's been asleep upstairs ever since I've got here. And I've even been able to go out for a salad kebab and back wow. um, from the local chip shop, which is, by the way, Kings of Sidcup. Um, thoroughly recommend it. And Kings, if you're listening and you want to... Uh, you're looking to sponsor a podcast um just uh just get in touch um great great kebab anyway dog's still asleep so well, keep our voices down then. yeah we may find that he joins us at some point he's a greyhound and he he's uh yeah he's an interesting character so let's see if uh eddie the greyhound turns up at some point in the podcast eddie, great name so yeah so the genk game um well you know I predicted a um, a one or draw, as you say, and and I, I I was surprised. I was surprised by my team, pleasantly surprised, almost shocked. Um, the quintuple is still on. Yep, we won three nil. Um, we're Betway Cup holders. We're in all the other competitions, so the quintuple is still on. And I've got to say, uh, what a terrible first half. <laughs> It was, I, I've actually texted my son and said, get your money on Genk. It looks like they're <laughs> going to score, honestly. And he did. So, Charlie, I'm really sorry. Let me know how much that cost you. Yep. Um, they were actually, actually, to be fair, they played, they played pretty well. And I couldn't see how we were going to score without Antonio. Mm. And then just before halftime, I think it was a corner uh, and big doors. Um, he headed the ball in. And uh, yeah, that that opened the floodgates early in the second half. Uh, Issa Diop scored a second goal from another set piece, and uh, Bowen then had a bit of a solo run and uh, scored the third. And by then we were uh, we were in complete control and really attacking at will and all over the uh, the Genk Smurfs. By the way, yes. talking of the Genk Smurfs, the guy up front, he's oh. a handful. Jesus. Uh, on Alchu, I think. On Alchu, I think his name is. Six foot six. He is a handful. He is the Papa Smurf of that team, I'm telling you. <laughs> Papa Smurf. <laughs> yeah. Very good player. But Dawson had him had him in his pocket. And in fact, when Dawson went back into the change room and emptied his pockets, full of Smurfs. <laughs> so did a great job. I believe I just... he's, uh, he's, he's linked with West Ham, right? The big man. He is linked with West Ham, um, and I know that because 
you told me that the other day. <laughs> That's the only way I know that. Um, I, I believe it's a bit of tug of war between you and Tottenham. That that is actually what I've heard. So, oh right, we're in a battle with Tottenham. Well, mm. actually, Tottenham can have him. Uh, he <laughs> he was all right, but I don't think he gives us anything better than what we've got already. And we are looking to to get better, Jim. Um, even though we're doing well, we're looking to get better. So, I'm going to say no to on our chew. Um, what I will say though is. I'm just going to quote Papa Smurf. And he says, one of his favorite sayings is, you shouldn't Smurf an enemy when he's down. And I'm not going to Smurf Genk. I, I actually think they're a pretty decent outfit and they played well. Mm. So uh, credit to them. And I'm expecting a tough match in the rematch in a couple of weeks uh, over at their place. But I think there's a caveat to that. You shouldn't Smurf an enemy when he's down unless it's Tottenham. I think that's <laughs> what we need to just add on to that. All the scouses. <laughs> or Liverpool. And um, we'll come on to uh, the Tottenham game later. Uh, yeah. And one other, little, one other little item, Gem, while I'm on a roll here. Uh, just going to make a little link here. Listeners may not know, but you and I, when we first, uh, when we first met and got to know each other we we shared a room um we did because we're part of an elite uh, professional sport uh, gold medal winning professional sport we're gold medal winners I, we don't like to talk about it do we Jim? no we don't we don't like to talk about it but we are gold medal winners uh recent gold medal winners in tokyo and um when we first met and we were we roomed together you introduced me to uh love island you remember that I do. And at the start of the episode, I was like, what is this nonsense? And by the end of the episode, I was like, I can't believe she's just done that. That was incredible. <laughs> so I was hooked. Anyway, a little bit of Love Island gossip. Well, ex-Love Island gossip. Uh, our player, Jared Bowen, is going out with Danny Dyer. Wow. What do you make of that? Interesting. Yeah. He, um... not, not Danny not, Dyer. Uh, yeah. It, the actor, his yep. his daughter, just yep. need Dan to make that clear. Danny with the eye. Danny, Danny with the eye. Yep. Yes, two that eyes. Is, uh, that is news to me, Dave. So, um, thank you for that. Well, um, I just wanted to share that because I know you're you're you know me and you are both Love Island fans. So, yeah, well, exciting we, news. Yeah, we enjoyed it together. I think it's gone a bit downhill now. We haven't been you know been in each other's yeah. company and laughed at them a bit. But uh, should I say laugh at them? We, we're not that harsh. No, we did laugh no. at them. We laughed at them a lot. <laughs> Uh, we laughed. We laughed with them. Yeah, yeah. Laughed at them, desperate for love, and made a fool of themselves. On, uh... I thought that was a show you wanted to go on, actually. Jim. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Back in the day. Um... Yeah, that's when life was low. Uh, <laughs> but, but, but you know what? That maybe explains why Bone was um, having such a good game. He's found he's found happiness. Found happiness and inspiration, and probably threats from Danny Dyer Senior. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and also another one of your players. Um, I'd just like to pick up on a player that you have slated a lot. Uh, well, you're not, you're not slated him a lot, but he he's not you're not his biggest fan, and mm -hmm. um, that is Yamalenko. And he got the you know he started up top the other night. I just want to I just want to know. <laughs> I just want to know your thoughts on how he played the other night. Oh God, you've really, you've really nailed me on this one, haven't you? Because um, 
I don't know how you, because we, we haven't talked about this beforehand and you've just sprung this on me. The trouble is, if I'm being absolutely honest, he had a really good game last night. <laughs> he actually, I didn't, uh, for a while, I was thinking, who's this number seven? Who's this guy running around, chasing lost causes, closing people down, actually playing good football? I was thinking, mm. who is this new player? And then I started to think, hang on, I think that might be Yarmolenko. Because he is number seven, but honestly, unrecognisable from when, you know, when we went and he stood out, didn't he, as a player that just stood there and waited for things to happen. Mm. And I don't know if you watched the game last night, but he was, he was amazing. He actually was amazing. So credit where credit's due, Jem. You, you've caught me on that one. I've actually got to accept that he, he actually did very well. Uh, yeah. Lots of energy. Well, I thought this was going to be a time that you give him some praise. I thought, you know. Yeah. Maybe he deserves it after that one. Because you probably won't get to do that again this season. Well, maybe maybe I will up until Christmas because I think he's playing. He's either playing for a new contract or playing for a move. So <laughs> yeah, <okay>. <laughs> <laughs> he might be gone by January. Um, but yeah, credit where credit's good, Drew. He did, he did very well for us last night. So yeah, three wins out of three, Gem. Top of the table. I think one more win guarantees us um, passage into the next round. Um, but we've done, we've done incredibly well. And... Uh, our names on the our names on the trophy. Wow, this is this is a new Dave. <laughs> Maybe we should swap swap our uh, descriptions in the, in the podcast. Well, I'm a confident West Ham fan. <laughs> well, that brings us on to you, Jim, an overconfident Man United fan, and I think you were still predicting a victory for for your lot against um, against. Uh, who was it? Atalanta. Is that Atalanta, correct? Yeah. Atalanta Italians you were playing. And uh, I've got to say, Jem, before you launch into it, I was actually genuinely concerned for your safety at halftime. In fact, I think I messaged you, didn't I? And said something like, this is horrible. Even I couldn't even see the funny side of it by then. But um, yeah, talk me through it. Well, first of all, I'd like to say thank you for, you know, Showing a concern for me. Um, <laughs> when when I was down in the dumps, a lot of other people that are probably listening to this right now um, didn't see that side of it. They thought they'd just try and stomp me further into the ground. <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, you remember in the we were talking about the Tottenham and Newcastle game the other day, and the new mm. owners were on Google looking if you could sack a manager at half time. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I was. I was considering the same. I was thinking, you know, are our owners thinking about this? They never come to the game, but are they seeing what's happening here? <laughs> oh, I, I didn't go to the game, Dave, and mm. I, I did, did have an opportunity to go, but I'm kind of glad I didn't because mm. that first half would have really sent me over the edge. And I know I'm the overconfident Man United fan, but I am not... I am not happy with that performance at all. Um, people will call me a party pooper and all this, but well, maybe, maybe I'm the pessimistic Man United fan at the minute. Because <laughs> it just wasn't good enough. Um, we started with McFred, the the wonderful McFred, and we found ourselves 2-0 down at half-time. Yep. I would like to give a shout-out to Mary Dimirel, um, the Atalanta centre-half. Yep. Um, the Turkish national player. Yep. Great player. Wow. He looks amazing. I think he, he celebrated more when he made a tackle on Rashford um, <laughs> uh, rather than his goal. And um, 
you, you can just tell he's you, you can just tell he's a proper defender. He loves a tackle. He loves he loves defending. So I was impressed with him. Um, and I just got to mention as well, Atalanta had six first team players out injured, um, and you know to find ourselves two 0 down at half time it was embarrassing. Yeah. But, yeah. Well, so well, go on. Well, no, carry on, Jim. I've got a little comment to make, but I'll, I'll make it when you've dug a bit more of a hole for yourself. So keep going. Okay, yeah. Um, <laughs> but, um, yeah, we, we, you know, we all saw the second half. We saw, um, we got back into it and missed the Champions League in the end. He, he gets the header and scores the goal. 3-2. Um, I think I predicted a 3-1, so... Uh, you were close. Yeah, that's probably the closest I've been all season, so... <laughs> uh, I'm happy with that, but... Yeah, Ronaldo's saving Oli's bus again. Um, he's he's the mechanic, he's the driver, he's the, he's doing everything at the minute, Ronaldo to save to save Oli's job. So, um, yeah, I mean, good result in the end, good fight back, but I'm not happy with it. It's not not for me. I'm I'm not getting I'm not getting over overconfident with that result. A few things I'm gonna say, Jem, I think, uh, first of all, I think most other Premier League fans and managers were pretty happy with that result because for one reason, <laughs> it keeps Ollie in the job for a few more weeks. So, you know, that's good. That's good for the rest of us. Yep. I think uh, I wanted to ask you a little bit about Ollie's bus, the state of it. The last time we spoke, it was a charred wreck of a bus on the, M- on the M6. Uh, it, it caught fire, been extinguished by the uh, fire fire service. Uh, no wheels, and uh, had run out of petrol. Where is it now? To be honest, Dave, I don't know. Um, <laughs> I don't know where it is, and that probably that probably is perfect for what the team is. I don't know where the team's at. I don't know where his bus is at. So. Um... I reckon it's going to be like you said, probably a shell of a bus. No wheels, no battery, no engine, nothing like that. <laughs> no fuel. Um, it's hardly a bus, is it? There's it's just nothing, nothing there. It, it's, it's, it needs a lot of work. It needs yeah. a lot of work. It's uh, not recognisable as a bus. It's not. It's not. Um, but look, luckily, you know, like, like I said, Ronaldo has given him a courtesy bus at the minute. <laughs> um, so. So you're okay. We're surviving in that. We are surviving in that. And a couple of other things I wanted to say on on, on that game just before mm. I, before I stop with them. Um, I want to say Cavani. I love him. Like I mentioned a few weeks ago, I I said I was in love with him. I, yeah, I you did. Him. I just love him. Yeah. Every night, fan must love him. He's amazing. Um, yeah. And there was a little story. I think I screenshot it and sent it to you before the game. The Atalanta players were woken up six times <laughs> yes. the previous season to six fire alarms. Mm. So Ollie was doing everything he could, <laughs> everything he could to make sure that them Atalanta players weren't prepared for the game. And you know what? Fair play to him, it worked. <laughs> <laughs> he did a good job there. Um, I just wanted to know did, did the Man United players, did Ollie fly the Man United players to the ground from their homes? After the after the last game, he must have. Yeah, all <laughs> well, probably by helicopter. So yeah, sod the environment. Let's get the players there uh, as efficiently as possible. And also, I just want to say, Jem, 
it did make me think. I remember you might be, I'm not sure you might be too young for this, but it reminded me of a game that England played back in, um, oh, in the 90s sometime. We played San Marino and we went a goal down in about 10 seconds and then we won 7-1. And and it made me think. It made me think. It's like you were celebrating as if you'd beaten a team like San Marino. You know, like you say, that half their team out, mm. struggling, and you managed to just scrape a victory. And it was like you'd won the cup final. It yep. was it was incredible. Uh, so I was I was a bit perplexed by that. Uh, it's um, yeah, it's. It doesn't bode well, I think, for your season that that is like the height of your of your team's endeavours to 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 celebrate, win a game like that, and celebrate it. And I did see on the TV. I think a couple of pundits were pretty scathing. Paul Scholes actually was mm. very scathing about it, yep. saying you can't be celebrating that. Yeah, Paul Scholes. You know, I get on board what what he was saying. I know there's a few listeners. Um, that uh, that would agree with him as well, Mister Mister Jamie, my friend Jamie, he's a big listener to this podcast, so I say hello to him, and uh, he 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 agrees with this. Right. Yep. So well, um, that may bring us neatly on to. Um, oh, actually, we should probably before we go on to our next games, we should probably talk about our second teams this week. Yes. Yes, we should. So you. So you weren't a Belgian side, another Belgian side. <laughs> you were a Dutch side. We eventually sorted the geography of Europe out, didn't we? So we did. it was a sort of Dutch-Belgian side. Yeah. Um, I was supporting Vitesse Arnhem, yep. which is Speed Arnhem. I looked up the okay. meaning of Vitesse. I thought it was probably something to do with going quickly. Yep, mm. Speed Arnhem. Uh, Hollywood on the Rhine. Yep. And they put in a Hollywood blockbuster performance, let me tell you, Jem, because they beat poor old Tottenham 1-0. Wow. In the, and I forgot to name check this last time, this weird competition that Tottenham have somehow found, them, found themselves in <laughs> from, by finishing mid-table, the Eurovision Vauxhall Conference Championship. <laughs> Incredible. No, Incredible, tournament. Yeah. <laughs> Incredible tournament. Incredible <laughs> tournament. Incredible result. They couldn't even beat Vitesse Arnhem. Amazing. Apparently, they were resting their players for a big game at the weekend. So, we will perhaps talk about that later. Yeah. Um, I mean... So I'm very happy. Yeah. So, so, it was 1-0, wasn't it? Wasn't it was. It? So, it was. So, Mr... Uh, I'm just going to take you back to August. And um, <laughs> there, there was a little, a little quote. I was listening back to a couple of the episodes and... Mm. Uh, there was a quote that you made. It was, mark my words, Harry Kane will not be at Spurs after the end of the transfer window. Um, I noted that down. Um, <laughs> Harry Kane, obviously, he didn't play that game, but they could have done with him, right? He didn't He didn't go to Man City in the end, did he? He didn't. Um, Man City wasted all their money on Grealish. Some would say spent it wisely. We will see how that works out. I think what I would say to I would, to defend myself, I think Kane isn't at Spurs in spirit. He's there in body. But is he actually there? Is he turning up? Yes, he scored against Newcastle. But, I mean, that was a strange game anyway. Mm. But let's see what he does when he comes up against proper opposition. 
That's what I'll say, Jem. And I'm sure he's going to get tested and Spurs are going to get tested by proper opposition in the near future. So let's just see what he does there. Because I don't think he's there. I think he's mentally checked out, Jem. And I think, mark my words, because you can always mark my words, mark my words, as my as with my prediction of Vieira will be done by the end of September. Um, but it's now October. <laughs> it's now October and he's still there. And he actually did doing pretty well. But, you know, more by luck than judgment. And uh, my other prediction that... Um, Ranieri won't last till Christmas. Mm. Um, I think we both agree there that if he makes it to Christmas, that'll be a miracle for how long Watford managers stay in a job. So let's just see what happens to Kane. And I think he'll be gone. City will need the striker and he won't be cup tied in the, in the um, Champions League because he's playing, as I said before, in the Eurovision (laughs) Vauxhall Conference Championship. So let's see what happens to that prediction. Yep. And you know what? I, I know a lot of our listeners will probably pick up on these predictions. They they, they take this podcast very seriously, even though we tell them not to. Um, <laughs> that's, their, that's their fault. That is their fault. So That's on them. You know, all the predictions that we make are 100% legit. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what we one. have to say now. That's what we have to say. That's one way of describing them. Um, yeah. Talk, talking of predictions um, or not predictions, but advice that we give our listeners. I am going to just skip to my most frustrating person of the week because it's actually one of your players. Right. And it is Ronaldo. (laughs) Okay. That guy, he got transferred in. You picked him up. Apparently, he's been doing bits and pieces around Europe for a few years. uh, So you told me. Um, And he, he reckoned he was a good player. I got him straight in my fantasy league. (laughs) <laughs> rearranged my team, spent a lot of money, got him in. Uh, Didn't captain him in the first week because I thought, well, he might not play. You know, Ollie might be bedding him in. He yeah. had his best week that week when I didn't captain him. Done nothing since. <laughs> Absolutely nothing. And then he goes and scores the winner on uh, Wednesday night. Why can't he do that in the league? Well, I'll tell you why he can't, because United are rubbish in the league and can't even get the ball to him. They can hardly get the ball over the halfway line. But that he's my most frustrating player because he can't do it in the league, but he's doing it. He's doing it against a I don't know, Italian B team or something. You know what? I um I was a bit worried of what you were gonna say there because obviously <laughs> Ronaldo is my god. Um, <laughs> and I know there's a lot of Ronaldo fanboys that listen to this, so um you, you know, you could have upset a few people there, but I think that that's fair. Yes, yes, correct. He isn't doing great in the league. And that is because they aren't getting the ball to him, like you said. Yeah, yeah, um, I'm just being factual. Exactly. And and, and the reason reason for that is because of Ollie Ball. Um, <laughs> so, Ollie Ball. I'm sure, I'm sure I'll be back to Ollie Ball. I'll be back to Slate and the manager in a couple, couple of games' time. But, um, yeah, this... Okay, I, I can accept that because because of how poorly we've been playing in the league. Yeah. Okay. That's 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 fair then. Yeah. And and okay, I'll I'll talk about my second team this week because I was quite confident about my second team. I, you I was uh, I was obviously fuming about the loss uh, to Leicester last week, and I said at least I've got Atletico Madrid to uh, yeah support as my second team. Great team. Great team to support. Great team. Full stadium. Um. At the Wonder Metropolitano, on lovely Tuesday name, night. great yep. name. 
Oh, it looks amazing. I don't know if you saw the game day, but the, the stadium is well, it's spectacular. Yeah, I didn't see it, but uh, I'll take your word for it, Chem. No, it, it looks like a great one to go and visit. But um, yeah, um, Atletico Madrid, they played Liverpool in the third group game in the Champions League for that for, for, the, for their group. Yep. And they didn't get off to a good start. They they had probably seven at the back in the first 10 minutes and they tried to frustrate Liverpool and Salah cut inside too easily, hit one, deflected in to the bottom corner, 1-0 after probably five minutes. Another one of his lucky goals by, by the sound of it. Another lucky goal. Mm-hmm. And then they got a second. And I was thinking, oh, great. You know yeah. what? It's just just typical. You're starting to boo your own team. I was starting to boo them again. <laughs> and uh, it was just like deja vu, watching idiots. <laughs> but fair play to them. They um, they turned it around. Well, they, they brought it back to 2-2. Yeah. Griezmann, um, wasn't it? Griezmann? Yeah, Griezmann got, the, got a brace. He was the hero. He was. And then he quickly turned to villain. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I mean, it was an accidental foul. He's put his foot up, looking at the ball to try and touch it down. But Firmino, clever, he's gone. Oh look, Griezmann's going to put his foot up now. I'll put my head in. Uh, uh, Griezmann's ended up catching him, just just slightly catching him on the side of the head. I don't think it was too bad. I think uh, they, they they must have probably edited the the camera on the replays because um, I don't think there was that much contact when it happened live, but. Griezmann ended up getting a red card, and then um, it was 3-2 Liverpool, and then a stupid, stupid refereeing decision. He gave the penalty, and then he went to VAR and overturned the penalty. I mean, it was a clear penalty for a flat Madrid, so that game should have been 3-3 in the end. Yep. It was written for Lu- Luis Suarez had just come on. He was ready to take the penalty. And then after 10 minutes of talking to VAR, it was probably Liverpool's chief executive in the <laughs> VAR box. <laughs> Um, he decided to overrule it. So, um, I mean, anyone who's seen it, it was a clear penalty. Uh, it, was, it was exactly the same as what um, Hermosa did on um, Jota for their pen- for Liverpool's penalty. So, yeah, not a good good result in the end. But um, Atletico Madrid, they they gave me a bit of excitement. They gave me a bit of hope that teams can um, go and give Liverpool a good game. Mm. Um, so it's not it's not all misery. Not all misery. It gave me some hope from that game. I, I can see. I can see what you mean. Liverpool are vulnerable if if you, if a if a decent team gets at them, and it just shows what could happen. And uh, even yeah, even with ten men, the uh, Atletico could have won, uh, could have at least got back in level terms with that penalty that should have been. Um, yeah. And that just shows you what can be done, Jem. Which sort of brings us to a really um, an amazing weekend coming up. Unbelievable. An unbelievable weekend where we, you know, we can look at um, both our teams, Jem, that we support and our second teams. And, you know, there might be hope for who your second team is going to be this week because, I, uh, you know, we need to figure out who, who are they playing uh, or who's Liverpool playing this week that you're going to be supporting. Because, like we said, if they're playing a decent team, Liverpool, they could really come unstuck. So I'm really looking forward to talking about that. Well, it is a massive Super Sunday this week. It really is um, for us, for, uh, both so us. Yeah, for both of us. So Liverpool are going to be facing. Yep, I can't wait. 
my first and second team, Manchester United. Oldies United. Massive game. Unbelievable. You're going to be you're going to be supporting Liverpool and Man U. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I got that wrong. You're going to be supporting Man U and Man U. No, I'm, I'm never ever supporting Liverpool, Dave. Ever. <laughs> ever. But no, I am going to be supporting United and United. Yeah. Um, and just before we talk about that, let's just pick up on why it's such a big day. Mm. Because who's your second team, Dave, on Sunday? Well, you know, my second team is always the team that's playing Spurs and it is a stupendous Sunday because my second team is going to be West Ham who are playing Spurs and also my first team are obviously West Ham who are playing Spurs. So it's a double, double whammy for us and it's also at home. It's at the London Stadium. I will be going with my son, Charlie. Um, Just to fix up the arrangements, Charlie, I'm going to get round to yours just after midday and then we're going to go up via Ebbsfleet. So we're going to need to drive to Ebbsfleet and catch the train at about one o'clock. So we need to be ready to leave about half past 12. So uh, that that gem saves a phone call. It saves me actually having to speak to another human being. So that that works out quite well. So thanks for that opportunity of just making the arrangements. No, but yeah, this, this podcast is a great, you know, communication tool for your, for your family. So it really on. is. Continue really in the is. future. It's brilliant. So yeah, um, I'll be there and my son will be there and we're both looking forward to that. And uh, yeah, what, what a game that's going to be. Uh, we'll see, we'll see what Spurs are really made of. Um, and uh, see what Kane's really made of. And I know um, you're going to ask me for a prediction, Jem. And uh, obviously, we're playing a very weak team in Spurs, <laughs> a disinterested Kane. So obviously, I'm going to predict West Ham nil, Spurs one, Kane to, <laughs> Kane to score. <laughs> uh, I mean, I thought I was going to get something then. I thought I would, but never. No. No, it's just not going to happen. But I, I hope that doesn't happen um, because Tottenham are above us now. So both of us. So uh, I'd like, I'd like, uh, I'd like a West Ham win or maybe a draw. But, mm. but because we are rivals now, you know, I've got to start speaking to you as though we are rivals. Um, I can't, I can't, you know, start saying, you know, oh, I hope West Ham win. I've got to, I've got to have some sense in my uh, speaking. So, yep, um, hopefully a draw, a boring nil nil. <laughs> uh, no, that'd be nice. Okay. Okay. Um, I still, I'm still going to hope that. Uh, I think I want you to beat Liverpool. I just want uh, Klopp to be shut up. And yeah, yeah. That, that, that'd be, well, that that actually sets me up for my most annoying person. Yeah. Um, and it is Jurgen Klopp. Um, this week, he was moaning all week. You know, Diego Simeone sets his team up. It's boring. They they just sit back. You know what, Jurgen? Um, that's football. That is football, and managers get paid to set up tactics that will beat the opposition. And they nearly did that if they weren't cheated out of the game. They would have beat Liverpool. So he was moaning again after the game that Simeone didn't uh, shake his hand but you know Klopp's been disrespecting him all week why should he shake his hand he walked down the tunnel fine fair play I, I wouldn't have shook his hand <laughs> um, so yeah this this is 
this has given me even more motivation to go and beat Liverpool on uh, Sunday. Um, I think we'll be we'll be doing the world a favour. I don't think I think there's more United fans than Liverpool fans around the world, and more people <laughs> that um, that would prefer United to win because of Ronaldo mainly. A lot of Ronaldo fans have now jumped onto the United bandwagon, but I'm going to make a prediction right now, Dave. Yep, I can't wait. I'm bracing myself. Three two to Manchester United. Oh, what a thriller! Yep. So uh, that is my prediction, and that is my most annoying player of the or person of the week. Sorry. Well, I am looking forward to that one, Jem, and uh, I think you know with. Ronaldo providing the courtesy bus for Ollie to drive. I think you've got a chance hmm. if Ronaldo is on that bus. Um, yeah. So let's hope that courtesy bus can hold out. And, you know, I think the, I think there'll be one person at least hoping for a, a Man United to lose that game. Uh, the most disappointed person on Wednesday night was... Steve Bruce's agent. <laughs> he's he's obviously prowling around, waiting for the moment. So uh, I think if United lose that game, expect Steve Bruce's agent to be uh, calling the owners. Oh, uh, I, I I can't disagree with that because I think Ollie is still under pressure. If we lose on Sunday, I think he is very close to being sacked. Well, and I think you'll be doing the sacking. <laughs> well, they need someone with a bit of knowledge and a bit of sense. Um, so maybe I'm the guy. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, you, I mean, you seem to be very knowledgeable about your Man United. We seem to talk about them every week. So, yeah, from what I hear, you, you seem to know, know, know your stuff, Jem. So I'd say get you in there. So, look, that's, uh, I think, Jem, we've, we've done it again, haven't we? We've covered everything. We've done it. We've we covered... are inevitable. <laughs> again, and, and and I'd just like to say, you know, let's. I'd like to big up the Super Sunday again because we we didn't plan this, or did we? Did we plan this before the end of the start of the season? These games yeah. have just fallen perfectly. I mean, we've got to say that our listeners are probably thinking, "Wow, we we listen to some, you know, top level podcasters here." Um, <laughs> I mean, to set these games up, it's, it's like we get the rights to the games. We tell them when they should be playing. Um, yeah, well, United, United is going to be um, is going to be, you know, talking about these games. So we'd like them on this date, fifth <laughs> of October, or whatever it is. But yeah. it is it is almost like we planned it, isn't it? But I guess you know that's what happens when you're dealing with gold medal winners, Jim. I don't. I know we don't like to talk about that, as I've said before, but. You know, things fall into place for gold medal winners. And, uh, yeah, it's just falling our way, Jem. It's it's funny, isn't it, how we, we didn't even – the funny thing is, and this is this is the truth, we didn't we didn't realise this until like a week ago, did we? We were no. like, hang on a minute, what's happening next Sunday? <laughs> we're both playing our second teams. Yep. And we're when we kept it really teams. quiet in the previous episode as well. We, we yeah. wanted to say it, but we didn't. So, so there we go. That's an amazing coincidence, and we're both gonna we're gonna love it. So I'm looking forward to <laughs> to where we are um, next time. Oh. And do, can I just ask 
uh, if Jem's mum is listening, can you please remove all sharp objects and his shoelaces <laughs> uh, on Sunday, no. just in case, because I am concerned for Jem's safety. And uh, hopefully, Jem, we will be speaking probably on Monday. Uh, and uh, we may even have a special guest on the podcast. We'll see how that goes. Okay. Okay. Sounds so, good. that's a yeah. surprise to me as well. So, I'm excited. <laughs> okay. It's not Eddie the Greyhound, who, by the way, just to just to complete the picture, he hasn't stirred. I, I've actually, I think at the end of it, I think I'm going to have to go upstairs and make sure he is actually there because <laughs> I did have the front door open earlier. And uh, I've just got to double check. Josie, if you're listening, I'm sure it's all fine. <laughs> um i'm sure it's it's fine he's just asleep but we, I, we'll check on this in the next next episode we'll make sure that you know eddie is um has actually been asleep all this time so. yeah okay, okay well yeah so um if that's everything dave i think we can wrap this one up yeah it's good night for me and eddie okay okay thanks for listening everyone and um we'll see you after the big one big one on sunday so see you soon see you soon <laughs>